Is it too early to know what kind of team you have? Just two games in, those folks are already knowing what kind of team you have. Is it way too early for that? I, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, not too early to have an idea, but it's probably too early to know exactly what you have. I mean, uh, we certainly got to do a, a, many more things to probably put us in a position where we establish an identity of more of an identity of who we are. But, you know, I, there's, there's, from my standpoint, you know, we didn't really play well in either exhibition game. We didn't play great against Louisiana Monroe. But, uh, uh, you know, I did like how our guys responded on, on the big stage uh, against Duke. So I, I'm excited. I, I'm excited about where we're headed. I'm not a, thrilled about where we're at, but I, I do see a lot of potential. How much do you, do you use a game like that Duke game to kind of, as a barometer early on, to see where your team is versus one of the other top teams in the country? Uh, well, I think you can use it as a barometer because, you know, there's no question Duke will be, you know, a top five team, uh, you know, when it's all said and done. So, so uh, you know, to think that we were able to, to play with the top five team, just early with this many young kids, I think it, it bodes, bodes, uh, bodes well for the future, at least I hope it does. But, but you know, I, 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 if teams are going to shoot 50% against us, we got, we got no chance. And, and there's so many things that we've got to do to improve on that, and I think we will. Uh, but certainly, you know, one thing about we've been fortunate we've been exposed, but we've also won. And that's probably the, probably the best combination you can actually have. And being exposed and also winning, did that lend itself to a, a good week of practice? What did you work on? We've actually, well, we worked on, we're still working on everything. We actually uh, have had a, a, a decent week of practice. I mean, uh, we took yesterday off, but but uh, I think our guys have gotten a little bit better. I, I think they're getting a little bit more confident, comfortable, and I do think that the Duke game, even though it's just one game, I think it, it definitely guys aren't overly ecstatic about it. But I did I did think it gave us some confidence because we did have some guys step up and play pretty well in, in, in that set. How involved has Nadir Tharp been in and Frank Mason's development and progress since he's been here? Oh, Nadir's played a huge role in Frank's progress. Uh, uh, Nadir is one of Frank's biggest fans, uh, and, and he has taken him under his wing and, and taught him a lot. Frank uh, is, is an interesting guy because he's never played point guard before, and, and here we are playing him at point, and you know, he's been a guy that, hey, just go get your own shot. I mean, that's all he's ever known. And so he's made some nice adjustments and has really done a good job of trying to fit in. Uh, and, and Nadir's played a big role with that, just like I think Tari's played a big role in helping uh, jo Joel also. When the, uh, when the NBA did those rule changes and tried to open up the game a little bit, it seemed like the guys that could take people off the dribble really benefited. Mm -hmm. Does that make Frank's skill set a little bit more intriguing? And I mean, I, I don't know how many times he got to the line, but it was quite a Twelve. Well, of course, some of them were late game situations when they had to foul, but I, I do think that it's uh, if you got a guy that can beat a guy off the bounce, or if you got a guy who can really guard the ball, you're probably ahead of the next guy. And, and we, we've got, you know, I, I do think we have some guys that can beat, beat people off the bounce. But I will say this: Duke does too. I mean, we had a hard time guarding Duke. They just, they just uh, uh, drove it right down our throat. And so that's what we kind of tried to do. Also, and Frank was probably as good as we had at doing that. What kind of problems does Iona present for your team? Well, we haven't gone against zone yet. You know, for the most part, I think Louisiana Monroe played a few possessions of one three one. But, but you know, so this will be the first time we played against a team that played predominantly zone. They'll mix it up. They'll play 
one three one and three two and kind of a two three matchup. And, and they play faster than anybody played so far. I mean, they play faster than Duke as far as one shooting. Right. So, and, and and they're looking and they're small. So it'll be you know we'll be adding bigs guard on the perimeter. So obviously, obviously, uh, uh, you know they can score the ball, and uh, they they definitely pose a, a threat from from a scoring standpoint. And then you know us whether or not we're able to handle their zone and attack it without thinking. I think will be a, something that'll be very. Coaches, uh, Harry, among the guys you mentioned about the guys having a little bit better court presence after the Duke, uh, after their performance against Duke. Well, I, I think so. You know, Perry is a, 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 you know, I thought he got a lot of confidence towards him the last season, and, and you know, he's been terrific so far. But uh, I do think he needed that game uh, because that game was a game uh, against uh, guys that, that you know, I think that in his mind would give him confidence if he has success. <coughs> and uh, now let's not get too. Perry got 24, but Jabari got 27. I mean, so so. Uh, now Perry didn't guard him all the time, but I mean, we definitely got to tighten up a few things. But those were two good players going against each other. I mean, there's no question. I bet uh, both those kids uh, definitely have the the other one's respect, without question, on on their skill set and how they play because they were both very very. Can it be hard for that confidence to carry over from season to season? Come on, strong at that last year. Does it? Is it hard? Can it be? Uh, I, I, well, I guess anything can be hard, but uh, it's a lot easier to have confidence if you finish strong than if you didn't finish strong. So I think that if anything, you know, with Perry Summer and everything, uh, and with any player, if you, if you play well one year at the end, and then you have a good summer and prepare yourself, then you should be more confident the next year. Perry's done all those things. This is where you thought Perry would be by now. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, you know, the thing about it is, we played two games, guys. I mean, uh, where we are is is nowhere close to where we need to be. And and just because, uh, you know, I, I get such a kick out of things. If a guy played good in that game the other day, they're automatically a draft pick. One game, you know. And, and, and right now, there's 90 guys out there that's been guaranteed going to go in the first round. So so, and there's only 30 teams. And that number will go to 120. So so, uh, but I am happy. I, I, I'm happy where we're at now, we, with him individually. But but, I mean, nowhere near where he should be or where he can get is probably the better way. What would you like to see improvement defensively from your guys this game? Well, you know, it, you know, if, if you if you can guard the ball, that that eliminates a lot of of. Uh, uh, Rotation type situations, so because if you can't guard the ball, you force help all the time. So, I would I would really like to be able to guard the ball better. And obviously, our interior post defense was was uh, lacking against Louisiana Monroe. It wasn't that bad against Duke because Duke didn't throw the ball inside as much. They drove it, big guys drove it. So, we got to get better in that area. And, and I think just as a whole and a mindset of of, uh, of you know not relaxing during possessions, I think will be something that we certainly. Still a bit of an adjustment too without Whitney back there to kind of clean up some of those mistakes. Yeah, you know, we miss Jeff. There, there's no question we miss Jeff. Uh, of course, if the rules were the way they are last year, I mean, where they are last year the way they are now, you know, we wouldn't have called, a foul, we'd called for a foul before they ever got to Jeff. So it's definitely would have taken away a lot of Jeff's shot blocking opportunities, probably. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we miss that. But I'm hopeful that Joel can become a, a, a more efficient rim protector. I think he's got to be able to do so.
coach for Tark? Is it just simply stay out of foul trouble and stay in the game? I think so. I, you know, he's pressing. Uh, I shouldn't say he's pressing. He was pressing. He, you know, the, his, his first foul, he was going after a loose ball. And his second foul, he, you know, he, he mauled the guy 17 feet. And, and you, know, you don't do that. It's just because he's excited and that kind of stuff. And so I do think that you'll see a, a, a much more relaxed and efficient Tarik, uh, you know, beginning tomorrow. Coach, coming off of last year where you pretty much had your rotation set, at least the starters with four seniors and Ben McLemore for most of the year, how is it, I guess, stressful for you to have such a talented, deep rotation and trying to find minutes for all these guys? Well, it's not, you know, from a starting standpoint, I'm pretty happy with who we're starting, so I mean, that's no stress on that at all. But, uh, I would say if, if it is, if you call it stressful, I'd say it's a good kind of stress. I mean, at least you have options. There's a lot of people out there don't have options. So, um, But do we know what we're going to do, one through eight or one through nine? No, we don't. We don't know that yet. A lot depends on, on you know, Connor and Andrew and, and – uh, Brandon to see how, because all those guys can't play, to see how all those guys kind of develop. But even though a couple played limited minutes, we played seven freshmen in the first half the other day uh, against Duke, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, even though limited minutes, that's pretty good experience for all those kids. And, and uh, I, I do think that it'll kind of clear out, clear itself out, and, and we'll become more comfortable with that. But I, I'm, you know, there's been many years where we weren't comfortable with our rotation until conference play. It's just say so you don't remember it because you remember how the season ends and you forget about how it starts. But so this isn't anything that unusual at all. We, we do probably have more guys than what we have. You know, back, uh, how, how far back do you have to go where players didn't use their hands a lot on defense and it just wasn't that big a part of the game? I don't know. I don't know. Probably back. I know, you know, when I played, I very rarely ever fouled because I wasn't quick enough to get it. Up against the body, so so uh, I naturally played off the whole time. But, uh, I, I do think, from my standpoint, it's, it's uh, probably going back to our first couple of years here at Kansas. You know, we weren't an exceptionally athletic team and, and, and not exceptionally quick. We were a good position team, and so we probably didn't pressure as much. But uh, you know, I, I I still think. I mean, I, I understand how the game's being called, and I'm not. It's, it's not anyone's fault because it's, it may end up being the best thing for our game over time. Time will tell. But to me, it's not the stoppages on the ball that have been kind of frustrating. To me, it's the, the touch fouls away from the ball that I didn't know was even an emphasis this year. You know, uh, uh, I know we're cleaning up, you know, off the ball contact and, and chucking cutters and, and, and freedom of movement. But it seems like to me, there's been a lot of very ticky tack things called, which I think the officials, I mean, it's like this. How, how do you call, I mean, how do you tell your team that we're a great finesse team and we're also the most physical team? So how do you tell an official, we're going to call any, everything on here but let things go other places? So I, I think it's an adjustment for everybody uh, to get comfortable with it. And, and, and officials are, I mean, my stand, you know, my vantage point, every foul that was called in that game against Duke, I, I went back and watched it. You could make a case, hey, that's a foul. Good call by the rules, but but some of the incidental contact off the ball, I think, will be the thing that I th would like to see uh, maybe eliminated to create you know less stoppages so we can get a little bit more flow during the game because there's not much flow right now. Is Cliff one of the better big men you've signed here? If, is Cliff Alexander one of the best big men we signed? Yeah, without doubt. I mean, this 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 
this guy has a chance to be uh, really, really, really good. His ceiling's remarkably high, and, and he's a, you know, he's a, uh, if I say he's a monster, then that'll be the headline, Alexander Monster. So I'll say he plays much more aggressively than what most 18-year-olds play. He is a, he, he, he really goes after the ball and attacks the basket very hard. He's, he's got a chance to be really good. How long were you after him? Oh, we've been recruiting Cliff a long time. Uh, I went and saw Cliff. I think he was in ninth grade. So uh, running the halls, you know, that's what they did there during, during the conditioning. They run the halls when school was out. There's nowhere to run outside and it's too cold. So that's how they conditioned. So it was pretty cool. We actually talked about that the other day. But, uh, no, we've been recruiting Cliff a long time. Well, I, I you know, there's been a lot made of who, who we recruited, but we can never comment on who we recruited. But uh, uh, I'm really, really happy with the two we got. I mean, Got two guys that uh, obviously top ten players uh, in the respective class. And, you know that didn't happen every year. You get two guys like that. Are you still recruiting? Oh yeah, we're still recruiting. Yes, absolutely. And we don't know exactly how our situation will play out, so we'll always be recruiting. You guys are up to number two in the latest poll. I had I didn't know that. Is that? With a young team like this being number two this early, how do you think they'll react to that? I don't even know. If, I mean, unless you guys bring it up, they won't know. Uh, uh, unless, I guess, people blowing them up on Twitter, maybe to tell them. I don't know. How do we move ahead of we? So that doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, uh, I like it. I mean, you might as well be able to learn how to operate under a little duress or stress that's that's either self-imposed or from outside influence that'll prepare you for later on down the road so that doesn't bother me at all you're going to receive the Wayman Tisdale Humanitarian Award can you just talk about your memories of Wayman uh, well I've, I've known Wayman since he was a finishing his sophomore year and I was a junior finishing my junior year I'm a year ahead of Wayman and uh, of course he's the best player ever to come out of Arguably, as, as you know, great a freshman as that our sport has ever seen that could play. I mean, nobody did. Well, he's the first freshman ever, first team All American and all that stuff. He was great. But my first trip with Wayman, it was like 15 of us on the 15 passenger van, which doesn't seem like it'd be that crowded, except we were going from Oklahoma City to Las Vegas, and and and, and, and you know, a 26-hour van trip didn't. Uh, didn't really bode well, but I just remember this big old dude because there's nowhere for him to put his leg. He had to drape his legs over my shoulder, and I'm in the seat before, uh, in front of him, and I'm like, well, who is this dude? And, and and that first game that we played, I had 26, he had two, and I'm thinking I'm going to start getting recruited, you know. And not one coach spoke to me. He had like a wedding reception line to say, "Hey, great game." So. Uh, uh, I, I knew then what the difference was between potential and actually, uh, uh, you know, having one decent game against bad competition. So, uh, but he was a special guy. Nobody lit up a room more than him. Uh, he changed the mood of, of, of a building, let alone work. I mean, he was uh, probably had as much personality, as much charisma as anybody that uh, I've been around. Period, and, and certainly did more for our sport where I'm from than anybody ever has. Uh, and even people that met him later on in life when he's doing his music or whatnot, they all felt 